Hey, I'm Nick Bombrack, and this is The Record Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. This one is one I've been excited about for a while. Uh, this, uh, this gentleman is in one of my absolute favorite bands, and uh, I have supported him for many, many years, and I've wanted him on the podcast for a long time, so uh, I was very excited to get him on. This is my friend Chris Sutter. He is the uh, lead singer-guitarist of the band Meat Wave, and also the band Truman and His Trophy. And uh, I know I say this about a lot of guests, that we go back a long ways, but uh, this one especially. Uh, we've, in all the years of Dr. Manhattan, we played many shows with Truman and His Trophy and even some of Meat Wave. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those guys that you, you don't expect to, to meet who's in another band, that you end up loving their band and loving them as a person. And uh, we, just, we just love all those guys in both those bands. So... Um, I was really excited to start to get in some of those guys. And, I, and in the future, I'm definitely going to get some of the other ones in the other bands. But uh, it was a good start for uh, to have Chris on. And we got into some good stuff. We, uh, you know, Meat Wave's had a lot of success lately. So we talked about that. We talked about uh, them getting signed. Uh, Side One Dummy as a label. Um, you know, the haters coming out for that. Um, uh, touring Europe, writing for multiple bands, uh, and a bunch more. Also, in honor of this week's guest, we're going to do a giveaway. So if you go on Twitter and post about this episode, uh, promote Meat Wave and the record podcast, I'm going to pick a winner for next week's episode, and they're going to get Meat Wave's new album on vinyl, Delusion Moon. And if you haven't heard it yet, you need to go and check it out. Go listen on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you can. Go and buy it. It's, it's really incredible. Um, so yeah, go out there, promote Meat Wave and the podcast and uh, this episode, and I will pick a winner to announce next week. There's been uh, there's been a lot going on in my life lately, and uh, it's it's been really cool. Some random things uh, to do with the podcast and not to do with the podcast, and uh, I will get into that next week on a mini episode. But uh, for now, let's just jump right into this interview with Chris Sutter of Meat Wave. okay yes crystal clear okay great how about me yeah no yeah good it's good skype who knew <laughs> the future man that's <laughs> awesome what do you find yourself doing on such a beautiful day oh i'm just <clears throat> sitting in my front room here um i was gonna go practice but it looks like we're not having practice so i gotta work tonight so i'm just chilling oh, trying okay. to finish finish some music up yeah chilling and where are you working at pizza place no, I'm working at this bar called Scofflaw. Which okay. Is like, it's like every weekend, which kind of sucks, but the money is pretty good. So okay. I'm just doing that right now, and are it's you, okay. Are you bartending or what? No, I'm like a food. It's called utility, which oh. is like a fancy word for food running and busing. Okay. Uh, so it's like a really like kind of cool, like it's it's a gin bar. Ooh. And, uh, that is very cool. I, don't, I haven't seen any of my friends in there, so if that says anything, I don't know. <laughs> so it's really cool. Yeah, I don't know. 
but it's it's fast and intense, and it's kind of like, it's good for me. I think it makes the time go by. I was gonna say, yeah, night uh, shifts on that kind of job probably fly. Yeah, they started me like I just started a couple weeks ago. I started on a Friday night, and wow. it was really yeah uh, intense. The wolves. Yeah, but it's good. Good man. And you you said you're not working at the pizza place anymore? No, done with that. Had to had to do something else. Yeah. So that was that was kind of for a long time. So how long did you work there? Uh, almost I want to say two two and a half years, maybe oh, wow. longer. Yeah. Um. And that's, so yeah, it's good. I'm feeling good. That's the place made famous by the the music video that Andrew filmed. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they're so busy now that they they had to get rid of you. They said it's just too much to handle, too much publicity. I know. That's what I was trying to tell them, but they didn't understand. <laughs> what was that place called? Uh, Santulo's. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Well, awesome, man. And you said you're in the middle of writing. You're you you're gonna practice today, but you're writing new shit. Yeah, we're like pretty much done. Um, so we go in and we're going in an actual studio for oh boy. Uh, in about two weeks. Man, so what a bunch of sellouts going in a real studio now. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're trying something new. So. <laughs> so is Joe recording producing this time or no? He's not. No. Wow. Um, yeah, we're doing it with somebody else. So. Can you can you say are those I words think, that can well, be shared? I think I can say yeah. We're, we're actually recording with Steve Albini. Damn, um, dude, which is really cool. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, so uh, that's in the first week of May. So we're kind of freaking out, but uh, <laughs> in a great I way. I think it'll go go okay. Yeah, yeah. And and how many songs do you guys have ready or cooking for that? Um, it'll be about twelve or thirteen that we're gonna record, and probably you know like ten. Yeah. on a record or something. Sure. Uh, we're yeah, we're still figuring it out. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. How are you, man? Oh, I'm I'm boring. I just got all the boring stuff going on. Working the you normal, the normal job. Coming home to the crazy baby and you got you a know. new life in there. Well, it's it's there. It's, How is it's, she? Oh, uh, she's good. She's uh starting to teeth, so that is a whole. Oh, whole uh, whole crazy issues there, but what's uh, her name again? Charlotte. Charlotte, right? Yeah. Um, but today I I have Fridays off because um, I work four I work four tens during the week for ten hour shifts and oh. so today it was nice because it's you know it's super nice out so I actually got to usually we're just like trapped in the house because it's like you know oh it's too windy like she can you know she's like carrying around an egg or something you just can't, <laughs> you can't you got to be careful so. Yeah. It's nice to actually go outside and, you know, be out in the world. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. But um it's it's it, what's nice about this is it gives me an excuse to catch up with buddies and find out what's going on and it's 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 essentially my back my backdoor uh, way to get back into doing music things. So I've yeah. listened to quite a few of them. They're cool. Oh, nice. They're fun. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um I try to I try to make them as not uh, interviewee as possible since I am not a journalist major or any sort of don't fancy myself that at all. So, well, it's just, good that yeah, that's their, your buddies. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's cool. The the last one I posted or might have been two ago, the one with Mike Falumley from Alkaline Chair. That was the first one where I like didn't know him at all. So I was like, uh, this may this may go off the rails real quickly. I'm not set up to interview someone or talk to someone I've never met before. How did it go? It wasn't bad. Um, at, I, at first, it was definitely like I was, I could notice the the gaps, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, I gotta, I gotta pick us up here. Like you know, he, I, I don't, I think he, I think he enjoyed it, but 
like for the most part, like I didn't know a lot about the smoking popes. So it wasn't sure. stuff that I could speak on or be like, Oh, I love this record, but it was cool. Cause he just kind of walked through like basically the entire history of the band. So I oh, wow, got cool. to learn it. Um, but no, it was fun. I, I think my wheelhouse is definitely talking to people that I already have relationships with. It's certainly easier. Um, right. And, uh, eventually I want to try to get people like to actually either go either go to them or have them come to my house to do the interview in person because i think that would be even like another step uh, yes. further towards that yes um this just ends up being easier i think for everyone because no one has to change their schedules they just have to you know set aside an hour or so right so. no it's nice but uh but yeah man this is um uh I'm, I'm not gonna lie and say i've had like thousands of people be like yo excited about this interview but i've definitely had people be like when I mentioned that I was going to talk to you, they were like, yes, like they want to find out more about Meatwave and you. So I was, ex- I was excited that that was a thing. Cause I'm like, Oh good. Uh, that makes, that makes me thing. happy. That's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> so, so, and then this, what's going to be tough, I think for me on this one, not, now this will be the first interview I've interviewed people that I've like toured with and, and kind of know, like, uh, like I've hung out with them for like a small period of time, but you're the first person I'm interviewing that I like have known for a long time and hung out we with a lot more. Kind of so, go back, yeah. Yeah, so it's so what's funny for me is like I either need to pretend I don't know stuff about you and ask you that, <laughs> or like I just need to get into some shit I don't know about you. So okay, um, it'll be it'll it'll be it'll be interesting, but I'm I'm excited for it because I, I I will I will bluntly say without any sort of embarrassment I am a giant Miway fan, and if there's any opportunity to promote. Uh, your band or the people in your band, I, I do it at any cost. So. Uh, thanks, man. That's awesome. So while, while, while we're talking about me wave, we can start from there and work our way back or get into whatever we want. But, uh, sure. So how, how does, uh, I, I guess, I guess this is good for me too. Cause I don't, I don't think I really know the origin of me wave. I know what happened before and how there is a band meet wave, but I don't really know how it really came to be. So what, uh, what's the story there? Yeah, well, I guess it starts, um, well, we, as you know, we were playing in Truman, Truman and his trophy. And I will and, stop uh, you there, because not only am I a giant E-Wave fan, I'm a giant Truman <laughs> fan as well. basically been a giant fan of all of your work and that's what made it made it exciting for me to be in a band that we were all friends because it wasn't like oh i'm friends with a guy whose band i'm just like kind of pretending i like it was like a twofold like i like these people and i like their band so it's like there's there's nothing better well man it, like you don't even know like in <laughs> in truman like oh we loved you guys we worshiped you guys man like <laughs> you you guys were the the idols and like also just super cool and crazy and <laughs> yeah it was such good times um but yeah i guess it start with meat wave it started uh i don't know truman was kind of i don't know we were kind of uh at a not a dead end but just uh like what are we going to do next and i yeah. was kind of jonesing to just do something else do something a little more serious maybe yeah um, so I was talking to Ryan and he, we kind of both 
had had these bands that we really like sh- shared. Uh, we really both liked them a lot. Like this this band Hot Snakes, um, who we were really into. <laughs> Detachment kit. So we wanted to do something more in that vein. Yeah. Um, so I think it was like towards the end of 2011. Uh, I had like a couple songs and uh, we went to the practice space and we invited Joe over um, who plays bass. And um, yeah, that first day we played like two songs uh, just kind of over and over and it just felt good. And it was kind of unstated, but that that it would just keep going and that we would, would write more songs. And we ended up recording some demos that ended up being like our first record yeah so it, it kind of happened quickly but it was chill you know it yeah. was uh we had no expectations about it things happen when you're not yeah. like forcing yourself to write or forcing yourself to i want to do this thing and i need to do it now like it came naturally so that's why it became something awesome it's funny like we there's that song brother oh um, sure one of my favorites absolutely nice um but like i never thought my mom would hear that you know <laughs> and like like that's how side i thought it was just like a side like little thing you yeah know? and you know she did hear it which is cool but um yeah it's funny how how that works i don't know and and meat meat wave being a thing that is like you said started as a side project and eventually it's kind of like came in the forefront like when when we started a band when we started when we were in muscat arm and then we yeah. left muscat arm for dr manhattan that caused issues like in our own little internal world of like yeah close friends and people were like well i love musk how could you do this and blah 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 and then eventually people understand like i mean i have to imagine that happened a little bit for you like and not to like i'm i'm certainly not poking at like tell me about all these weird interactions you had but like was that a weird thing to kind of mine through because it's you know you've got you've got ryan so that's the same drummer and right. you're starting a new thing but you're also still doing truman at the same time like I don't know, like that. I guess I've always been curious about that. Like, no, you're right. Yeah, it was uh, a little strange. Just because I think I wasn't um, as good as communi- like in communication, sure. as maybe I am now. So I could have, 
I don't know. I could have done a lot of things differently, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like you're in a band with your best friends, and then right. you start this other thing with the guy who was in the band. So it was a little strange. Yeah. But it just took conversation. You know, it just yeah. took like, uh, you know, just telling people that this is what I want to do. Um, and this is, you know, what I feel inspired in. Yeah. Um, and people understand that. And we still do Truman and those guys have a new band called Ditch Club too, which is right. really good. Um, so I think it all worked out and Truman, we just, re- Truman recorded a few songs a, f- a few months ago and I think we're going to go back and do a few more hopefully. Um, so it's still, it's still a fun thing. And obviously I love those guys. I live with Frank. Oh, nice. Uh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. I moved in in July. Um, so it's really nice. Yeah, awesome. it's, it's all good. Yeah, and I think like most things in life, yeah, you if you if the communication's open and you're honest about what's going on, like it'll suck at first, but it'll eventually, you know, it'll it, it won't drag on as long. It won't be like oh, this whole ongoing personal thing, but when when you skirt it or like you try to find other ways to go about it that tends it's I mean it's like it's not to say it's like breaking up with a girlfriend, but it's something of like, yeah, you have to handle that in a way that's like you got to be honest about the situation. Like it's yeah, it's not yeah. The I wasn't same ready thing. for that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really realize that, but it's totally true. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, and, it's all good. Well, that that I like to hear because I would never because because like I said, I, I like Truman and Meat Wave, and they're not while they are similar. They both rock and they both get me feeling good and smiling. It's in different ways, and um, being being the person who is in both bands and who primarily writes the music, like another thing I'm curious about. And I don't, I don't know if I've really gotten into this with other, with other interviews. Uh, I've, I've interviewed people who have been in multiple bands at once, but weren't the like main songwriter of both. Sure. Um, I guess what's that process like for you in terms of you write a song or you're writing a song. Do you automatically know like, okay, this is a meat wave song or has, have there been times where like, well shit, like I could see this being either or, like, I guess, yeah, what's your head, where's your head at when you're writing? Well, I'm really into the idea of, like, doing a project, like, focusing in on, like, one group of things, like, a, a group of work. So, yeah. like, right now I'm in Meat Wave world. Yeah. Um, and we've been writing and writing and writing, but I cannot, I I shouldn't say this, but I can't wait to get out of this. Yeah. You know, I can't wait till we're done so I can, you know, do some, like, focus in on some Truman stuff or some new stuff, you know? Right. So it's... It's kind of like a I have a one track mind in that yeah. way, um, but I don't know. There's like little like I'll have you just have ideas in the day, and you ju- I I always like record them on my phone, just like me sing like stupidly singing a song, you sure. know, like uh, a riff or something. And there's been a lot of that, so I think I'll I like to go back to that and yeah, like no, oh, this could be a tr- cool Truman song, or this could be something completely different. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that'll be good. And, and and like you said, like while you're you're, you're knee deep in the meat wave stuff right now, so the uh, the the promise of something or the next project, I think it's totally that's totally what it is. It's not like a grass is greener thing. It's just like I think when you're on the cusp of doing something, that's like the most exciting time. But then when you you're like really into it, and it's all the work and all the you know the actual putting in all the hours towards it. It's not like you're like well screw this, but it's like you know like yeah, what is the next thing I'm gonna get into? Like that's you want to have something on the horizon to be excited about. It doesn't take away from the meat wave recording process or anything, but like you said, it kind, no, of, it, yeah. it kind of amps you up to want to do good at that so that you can move to the next thing. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's just fun to do different 
things too. Yeah. You know, just compl- like the opposite of what you were doing is right. is, is uh, creatively exciting. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I interviewed um, Josh, who was who was the singer Kiss Kiss, and we were talking the other day, uh, maybe like a week or so ago. And yeah, um, we were talking about uh, so so now he he works doing like giving guitar lessons, like, and that's kind of his like how he makes money. Okay. And um, what I said was like, oh, well, that at least that's cool because you're still you're still in the music world. And then his point was like, well, I, I kind of think what you're doing is cool. Cause like, it's completely opposite. So that like, there's nothing taking away from music. Like you can have that work, which is not music at all. And then you can, when you want to play music, like that's all your music to do. Yeah. So, so I think, I think that's a, I think there's, that's valid that like you, you project when you, when you're working in a project, you want to be focused on that project. You want that one thing to do so that when you go to the next thing, it's not like, there's no like blurred line of like, well, there's this, but so I'll do a couple songs for this and try to like wearing yourself too thin to do all that. It it just seems like a lot of, a lot to juggle potentially being in multiple bands, being the main songwriter of multiple bands. Like, yeah, I would think like, oh shit, like where's the line? Like, yeah, do you how how does that get tricky at all? Totally, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think uh, hmm, I don't know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's not as hard for me, I guess, just because I, I I like one time Meatwave and Truman played like the same show. <laughs> so you and Ryan were just destroyed. It was for Ian's party. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. Um, okay. Uh, so, and I'd never want to do that again, just because I <laughs> I feel like they're just t- two completely different things to me, you right. know. And it's just like two, not personalities, but just like two voices. Sure. And it's just too much, I think. Yeah. Too much of me, you know, for people. And too much, uh, it's, it, they just should separate but equal, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Are we drawing you know lines I mean. to see? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> That's good. That's a good way to put it. I, yeah. I, I just imagine that. Uh, Truman plays and then Meatwave plays and there's people in the crowd going too much Chris too much Chris I'm Enough sure of there the Chris. were yeah yeah it's too much Chris for sure <laughs> there's no such thing I would love to see that show <laughs> but I think I think the way you're going about writing that's the best way like focus all your time and effort into one thing at a time and don't like don't don't stretch yourself too thin because then you're taking away from the process for writing for Truman and that's, you know, and you're also taking away from Meatwave and then other projects that you're doing. So yeah, I think that's kind of the way you have to do it to like keep yourself sane. Yeah, totally. And it's just, it's just music, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's fun. It's right. awesome. So it's, uh, yeah, everything should be given their, uh, you know, respectful times. Right. And speaking of fun and it should be fun and all that, did you, have you noticed a change at all? So, so Meatwave's on side one dummy now. Right. And this album you're recording, this will be like the first one that wasn't already in the can, right? Like you had recorded Delusion Moon and then yes. brought that to them? That was already done? Was that that Yeah, process? that was done for a while. Okay. And, then, um, then, and then we gave it to them, yeah. So this is the first album that's like, you're on the label and now you're recording an album for side one. Right. Um, do you, is there any kind of feeling or tone or change of like this is business now or like it's more serious or are you just going with the same kind of like, Nope, I'm going to treat this the same exact way as I did the the previous album. Well, I've never, for one, I've never worked as hard on something as I have for this next thing. Yeah. Um, so it's like when we got back from tour in February, I 
kind of like against my better judgment chose not to like work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like just every day I was home just like working on music, which I think it was good and bad. Yeah. Um, because it's a little, for one, it's like, yeah, that's all my energy, which is what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in another sense, like, I think you need to, I, I don't know, sometimes the best kind of ideas or, you know, little uh, jingles or whatever come when I'm working or when I'm doing something else, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know that, like, when we... We came home from, we went to Europe in May, and I remember, like, I was feeling so good, like, just so great, and just ready for the next thing, Mm -hmm. the next meat wave thing, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna write something that's, like, more uplifting, and, like, more positive, (laughs) and then I came home, and just wrote the darkest shit, like, this, (laughs) like, it is, uh, like, that's why I can't really wait to be done with it, because I don't, it's, I don't know. You'll find out when you hear it, I guess. You'll find out. It's just, it's a very like personal thing for me. It's a little more vulnerable than anything I've ever done. Yeah. So, like, in some ways it's cathartic. In some ways it's exhausting. Sure. Um, but yeah, there is like thought of like, what am I kind of leaving like for people? Like, you know, I don't want to be known as like this brute, like negative guy because I'm not a negative guy, but I just, for some reason, uh, gravitate towards writing a darker i don't know uh darker music i guess yeah. well I've, uh, I've come to find that too i think a lot of people who are very positive and very excited like you that that's kind of how you can keep that because like if you're truly a positive person that is looking that way you have to any of those dark thoughts any of those things that like you struggle with you have to get it out in some form so otherwise it's like it's almost like fake or something, you know, like you, it, yeah, there, right. there needs to be a, uh, you know, a, a path for that or event for that. So, I, and, and you, I think you're going to come to find too, that like, and I'm sure you've already found this with some music, like you could write a happy song, but that doesn't mean that the person who listens to it is going to have a happy experience with it or positive. Like they may associate, you know, dark things with it and vice versa. That's true. You're going to write dark stuff and someone may look at that as like a way to get their, darkness out and they're like oh that makes me feel better to hear this stuff someone else is going through something like that i've experienced so like while while you you're in the you're you're in the trenches right now like you know dealing with all this like this could be a way for positivity or light for somebody else who's going to listen to it so that's a good point yeah no that's i would hope so that's great i I hope it's like universal you know i think it is yeah yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't have to worry that you're gonna write this album that you think's a bummer, and every single person who hears it is gonna be like, "What a bummer! I'm so bummed. <laughs> this is such right. a sad album." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, it'll be okay. I think. <laughs> and that's what you should call the album. Just it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> just let them know right off the bat. Like, I know that you're gonna, well, you're gonna go through some shit listening to this album, but it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> so how? Um, to rewind a bit, how did side how did side one dummy come to the table? Like you had the first de- before Delusion Moon, you already had an album, and right. what uh, I guess how did they find out about you, or or what was that whole process like? Did you have other labels come to the table? Did you have like other people just kind of peeking in and checking on you? Like what? Yeah, what was that whole thing like? Yeah, it was kind of there was a few other labels that we we would just kind of hear that people were interested and sure. like, um, so we would hear like a, a, a few things and be like, Oh, that's, that, that would be cool. That's cool. But side one dummy, um, 
like was literally the only only label that um they were really excited and yeah. really like uh, at the forefront of the conversation and we feel we felt like they understood us and wanted to help us and like everybody who works there are like darling they're like so such cool people and yeah. such nice people um so and and going into it you know we to be honest we we didn't hadn't listened to a lot of side one dummy bands like i had the warp tour compilation yep um that was pretty much my extent of of uh, you know side one dummy. So we were kind of skeptical, yeah. Just because we don't nece- we don't we didn't feel uh, we didn't feel we necessarily fit in that well um, with all the other bands. But it's a very eclectic label. They have a lot of things going on with them. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just felt that they 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 wanted us they wanted us to like or they wanted to help us see our vision through is what I think they said to us. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, it's been it's been like a breeze. It's been really nice. Um, so yeah, as far as I know, this is this upcoming Meat Wave one is the last one in our contract, and then we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's been great. They're awesome. Well, I think um, I like you said. Like I, I can I can pretend that I'm cooler than I am and go, oh yeah, side one dummy. What a perfect fit. But it was the same kind of thing for me when you guys announced they were signed to them i was like shit i haven't i think the last thing i like really got into there's was like some sort of warp tour thing or something like a long time ago and or gogol bordello yeah yeah there. exactly yeah. the same kind of thing and then once i started nosing around and looking at who they had signed i still didn't know a lot of their stuff but when i list like i'll listen to a song from bands here and there i'd be like you know what i think this actually is going to work nicely for them because I mean, I even just pulled up the roster now. I mean, they've got like comedians, they've got, you know, folk, right. folky singers, they've got a lot of cool stuff. So it's like, there's no, I, I, it seems like there's no real band that they could put on their roster and it not make sense in some capacity. So, um, yeah, they're going crazy. They're signing a bunch <laughs> of bands. They're, they're, um, the owner or one of the owners of the label is a comedian. Oh, nice. So we actually went to go see him when we were at the fest in Florida. Yeah. Uh, super funny. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. His name is Joe Sib. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. I just saw him on the list here. Yeah. His comedy is really great too. So do you feel uh, like you have to laugh at his jokes because he's your boss? Um, (laughs) I mean, he was really genuinely funny, but yes. (laughs) Like you're in the crowd. Everyone's kind of laughing, but you were laughing really hard. Just like, Like really making it apparent that you're the one who's laughing. Like, did you hear me out there, Joe, <laughs> laughing? That was me. This is me laughing at you. <laughs> when we were out there, we um, he's like such a positive guy. Yeah. And we, when we were out there, we had like breakfast with with all them, mm-hmm. and he was telling us like, yeah, I've been setting a, I've been setting a timer on my phone um, to wait how long it see or how long it is to see if something bums me out. So he like <laughs> sets his timer and it just goes, and when something bums him out. Um, he presses his timer, and that's how long it took for something to bum him out at fest. <laughs> that was like his thing. And um, when we were eating, like right after he had told us uh, this, like we we hear this like skid um, on the street, and some guy had just gotten hit by a car. Oh my god! He was like, "Oh man, like I don't know if I should hit the timer. Like this is fucked up. I don't know if." I so it was really funny. Uh, I mean, the, the guy was okay, but the the dude just like uh, hit him and then like took off. Wow. It was really strange. That was yeah. unfest like. Otherwise, it was pretty fun. <laughs> I was there. gonna say that seems very unfest like. Yeah, it it was a positive time. Otherwise, 
Uh, well, that's that's awesome, man. You got someone who's yeah, like just super positive and is into what you guys want to do and is letting you do what you want to do. I mean, there, you can't ask for like a better scenario. And it's yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it's cool. And and something I was going to touch on before is like when we when we signed a Vagrant, a big thing for me was like, oh my god, the meaning of this. I used to listen to Vagrant. I love all these bands. Yeah, but it didn't. The relationship didn't necessarily work in our favor. So here's a situation where you're like, I don't know about the bands on this label, but what is that even? You know, I think. I think as a band, that's kind of the first thing you look at is like, let's look at the other bands on this label because that's right. like your immediate thing to go. Are there successful bands? Are we similar in style? Could we tour with these bands? But really, in all fairness, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, You're absolutely right. You could yeah. be you could be the the band that breaks out and it has nothing to do with the other bands that are on that label. So it's it's just like a silly thing bands do, but It I, is, yeah. You're totally right. I, I, I think I think this is a good fit for you guys. I, I mean I, I wouldn't have known like other labels to pick for you, but this I think this is like uh, labels at this level are hardworking labels. Like I think Vagrant in our situation was like, oh, we kind of want their thing to just pick up and do well, and we'll we'll support it. But aside one dummy, run for cover, uh, country lucky start. There's like labels at that label without or at that level where they know they have to put in some work to like make the bands big. So it's like they're working as hard as you are. So they, they work super hard. Yeah, you're absolutely so right. I think that's the relationship of band at your level at, at, you know, at, at, the, at that, any kind of band at this level needs, they need someone who's going to work as hard as the band. And I think it's a good situation for you guys, even if this is the last album you do with them and you go on to another label. Like I think, you know, I think it would, it's, it's been for good. I think you guys have gotten a lot of good out of that relationship. So that's good. That's good to hear. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'll never forget when you guys got signed to Vagrant. Oh God. That was crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. That was a nuts time, man. It was, and it was very exciting. And I think that, I think that's partially to blame for the situation because it's all, you're so excited. And like you said to, to, to what you mentioned earlier, it's you're hearing other labels. Ooh, this label's interested. Ooh, this, this manager, like you start right. to just, all this stuff starts swirling. And so you're just kind of caught up in it and you, you try to make a good decision, but it's, it's hard because all you've got are people around you who are basically saying what you want to hear. Like we <laughs> want you guys to do well. We want to support that thing. Like we're going to grow you. Like, they're saying the kind of buzzy words that like would make you feel good about it, no matter whether or not that's what the case is. So, you know, in that situation, it's hard to, I mean, obviously you're not gonna have the foresight to know, Hmm, this label's not going to be great for us, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was certainly a very exciting time for us. And especially to be able to like, you know, tell other people we were signed and those people knew, knew who that label was or knew a band who was on that label. Like it, it kind of uh, justified the whole thing, seemingly. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, what? Yeah. Did you? Did you? When you guys signed, were you? Did you guys get a lot of like positive feedback from that? Like, did people, or were there still people who were like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know what that means." Like, I don't. You I, know. I don't think we got any negative feedback, Good. which I was, I was ready for that because, yeah, it, it is kind of a peculiar fit. Um. But no, like every yeah, everybody was super positive about it. Or yeah. like you know, uh, those assholes just don't show their faces, which is fine too. You know. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That was a comment you got? No, no. I'm saying like you know the people who who thought. Ill oh of it, right, like, right, they, right. They never show. You know, they yeah. never showed up. So. Yeah, but that's what the internet's for. They don't have to show their face, and they can say some nasty <laughs> that's shit. True. I'll never forget um, when we 
we had like the an album stream, you know, sure on the AV Club, and like there, I guess the AV Club is like infamous for commenters, like kids, like behind their computers, oh, okay. and so like we were so excited, like oh, people are finally gonna be able to hear this album, you know, that we've had for so long, mm-hmm. and like all the comments were just like. They look like pedophiles. They look like they work at like you know IT for Apple and mm, stuff mm, like that. Mm. You know, just like mindless shit. But um, yeah, that's uh, what the internet's know. for. It's mindless yeah. shit. And and you know, it's what's funny too is like, no matter what good there is, whatever positive feedback or, or positive like news there is, there's just always someone waiting in the shadows just to shit on it. Like no one, <laughs> no one wants to let the party go on. There always wants to be someone that's like. I just want to let you know that this thing, I do not like this thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. like direct hit just put out their new song. I mean, they're on fat now, like right. some really awesome shit. Like, and, and I've only, I've, I think I'd only played a show with them like once because they, when uh, Dr. Man and played with them, it was when I wasn't in the band. So I, I think I've only okay. met them maybe once or twice, but I, I was like, this band's sweet. Like I'm a big fan of theirs. So I saw that and I was like, holy shit, like what a situation. This is great. And I go and listen to the song, and sure enough, just people being like, uh, this is direct hit 182. And like, like Jesus oh Christ, God. man. Like, they just got signed to Fat Records. Like, and I, and you know, you got to let that shit, you know, roll off you. But it's just like, there's just always got to be someone to piss in the pool, man. Like, no yeah. one, no one ever just wants to let this thing, like, didn't, didn't anyone ever teach you if you didn't have anything nice to say, not to say anything at all? I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That doesn't really matter anymore, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can be, you can be faceless. You can put out that stuff. But I mean, uh, and not, not to say that I support it happening, like, on the other hand, if all you ever got was good news and positive feedback, then, you know, that that leads to potentially having your head up your ass and never really being challenged to want to, like, you know, do other things or write other things. So No, that's true. Yeah. So there's that. I guess there's a place too. for it. But ugh, at what cost? Like, <laughs> just, yeah, it's funny. I, I think I think those kinds of people like. There'd be no better situation than for them to make a post like that, and then immediately the next thing they see is like meat wave dropped from side one dummy. Like, all right, my job is done. <laughs> I've done my work here. <laughs> yep. They they didn't know side one dummy didn't know they looked like pedophiles or that they worked for <laughs> IT. So now I've let them know, and I've done my duty here. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's uh, man, those people. Um, Okay, so so cool. So the the whole Cywin dummy thing works out well, um, and you guys have been to Europe a couple times now. I mean, that there's nothing cooler to me than that. Like, we we almost went once, and I will forever regret that we never like really pushed to do it because you know it never happened. Again, I so. yeah, I regret it for you guys because I feel <laughs> like you yeah you should have, and uh, it would have been really great for you guys. I mean, just even seeing the pictures that you that you guys post or that Andrew posts when he went with you, like, it just looks beautiful out there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, um, I, I mean, I, like, it's insane. And people are so nice out there. And yeah. uh, the promoters, that's, that's one thing that, like, is unparalleled. And I feel like people here should take a class, like, to <laughs> kind of learn, like, what they do because – just from the moment you arrive at a venue, like they're out there, like ready to take care of you. And like, uh, there's meals and, you know, there's like, uh, hospitality and they put you up, yeah. uh, which just doesn't, as you know, just doesn't really happen here. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. And like 
people go to shows, I feel more like in, at least in our experience, like obviously we've never been to many, many of these places, but there on the last tour where, when Andrew was with us, we would play in like, we played in Stockholm, Sweden mm-hmm. and Oslo, Norway, and, and a couple other places where we were the only band on wow. the bill, which is like, Oh man, <laughs> is this not going to be good? But people right. just come, you know, That's people awesome. are just like, have this quench for music that that is kind of unlike anything I've seen, which is awesome. So that so that to me harkens to a time of um, when I was recently talking to Johnny Minardi, who works for Equal Vision. Like that that makes me just think of like the old days of like VFW shows and Village Hall shows, where you just go like no matter what the show was, like oh, but it's Friday, we're going to a show. Like did the the, right. the the band was like the afterthought. Like you're just you just want to go to be at a show to find out new music and to support you know bands. So that that to me is awesome, like the, that. And I've heard that about uh, bands who take Europe tours. It's very, yeah. The promoters like, all right, you're on my turf now, so you're taken care of. Don't worry about it. Like I've got all this taken care of, and people will come. Like it's not like a, and it's not it's not to say every show is going to be all sold out, but it's like like you said, if you're if you're the only band on a bill in a place you've never been before, that's scary. So just it's to so know scary, that like yeah. there there will be people here, like no matter what, like we we took care of that. Like that's, that, that's gotta be a good feeling to not have that necessary, that thing just hanging over you. It is so nice. Yeah. And like, I maybe here there's too many shows or there's too many sure. bands or, uh, or maybe cause we were traveling and we were from outside of the country. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know. I'm kind of, I, I don't really have it figured out, but it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Well, and it gives it, there's a hell of a lot more incentive to want to go back when the first time you go there, like, that's the treatment you get. You're like, okay, like, why wouldn't we do this again? Like, this is awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We should just stay out here forever. <laughs> well, and there are those, <laughs> there are those bands too that like, you know, do super well in Europe and don't do as well in North America or, or vice versa or both or neither. So like, like I, I remember when we would do tours and people would say like, Oh, I think you guys would do great in Europe. We're like, okay, sweet. And then like, nothing would come of it. We're like, okay, so do you really think that? Like, like if you really think we do well in Europe, why don't you send us over there and then we'll <laughs> yeah, prove right. you right or we'll know that it's not the case. And, but, um, yeah, I've, only, I've only heard like, yeah, that's, there's, it's a very supported music community over there and on both sides, the fan side and production and stuff. So that's, that's good to hear. It's a, it's, it's a, I'd hate to go over there and yeah, the whole time just be like, Oh God, <laughs> what's going to happen? I don't know where I'm going. This is all scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, like we went, we went three times last year. Um, the first two times we like drove or, or I shouldn't say we Joe, uh, drove us, <laughs> which was like super stressful. So it's just us three idiots, you know, like yeah. cruising around Europe. But the last time we had a driver named Phil, yeah. who was amazing. And, uh, like Andrew was with us and Kyle Stembaugh, you know, yeah, him, sure. right? mm-hmm. I'm yeah, going to get so him the, on here sometime. Yeah. It was, uh, like just a dream. You yeah. Know? It's awesome. Yeah. That's gotta be the ideal situation. No one's stressed out about driving and all that you all can hang out and the guy who like knows where he's going and knows the place can take care of that yeah and he would like find he was the coolest guy and he would find us places to stay and uh you know take us take us around to see things it it was like you know it was just great that's awesome so i mean seemingly you have done many many cool things in meat wave and things that like some bands haven't even done and they were, they already had the entirety of their bands, like start and finish. You've done a lot of cool, you've been able to do a lot of good tours. You've gone overseas. You've gotten signed by a good label. Like what, 
not, not, I mean, you're about to record your next album. You said that's kind of like what you're knee deep in now and with a good producer and stuff. Like, what do you kind of envision for things that you'd want Meat Wave to do that you haven't done yet? Or like in an ideal world, what what are the things you'd want to do? Um, yeah, well, like, yeah, we've done um, things that we never expected to do, obviously. But like, it would be nice as you said, like ideally it would be Mm -hmm. nice to um, get to a place where we can, um, you know, bring bands that we like with us, you know, and Mm -hmm. like, um, or get on like cool support tours with um, bands that we really love. Like that's, that's where I would hope our next kind of step is. Yeah. If so, you know, if, if it ended tomorrow, it would be, it would have been great. You know, it's like, it's been awesome. So, I can't really ask for anything else, but yeah, that would be nice to get to maybe, I don't know, just like a next step up, um, to where like people, like more people are coming to see you. Um, and we could just tour with friends all the time, you know, and you know, you meet bands that you tour with and you become friends. Um, but you know, some like Chicago people, it would be nice to like go out with them, like all around the country or, you know, across, you know, the ocean or, yeah. Um, you know, so if Dr. Manhattan, you know, Dr. Manhattan meat wave, uh, <laughs> don't toy with me like that. I, I see no, it, nothing would make I me see it happening. We, we, we did a few, a, a few yeah, dates. We did. So, and that was fun. My whole, my whole scheme after that was like, okay, now let's plan a bigger tour and let's do it. And then that was kind of the tail end of people being like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to do this anymore. I was like, ah, shit, of course. <laughs> you guys are just taking a little nap. I think. <laughs> That's what I like to think, but who knows? It may it may be a hibernation or death, but uh, either way, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was glad that we at least got to you know rip a few shows with you guys because that was that 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 is the that is the dream being able to play with bands you love and are friends with. Like, there's no better right. situation. Totally, and like I I don't know if I've ever told you this. I always tell like the other guys this that there would definitely be no Meat Wave without Doctor Manhattan for sure. Uh, like. Thanks, man. You guys are the you guys are the best for sure. <laughs> Thank you, man. Love to hear that. Um, yeah, it's true. Well, seeing seeing as like I said, yeah, you've done you've been able to do a lot with this band, and you've se- seemingly already done yeah a ton of stuff that other bands haven't been able to do, and you've got potentially dreams for doing more and being able to tour with other bands. Like, do you do you guys have your own booking agent here? I know you you've got support in Europe, but. Yeah, we have a booking agent here, and we have uh, another guy who uh, works with us in Europe. Okay. Um, so you've got you have people who are you know scouting and trying to get you on tours and do that stuff. That's the you've got that support. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you know I I feel like um, you got to be firm in what you yeah. want, and maybe at times we haven't been as firm sure in what we want. Uh, not to say that you know it's all been so so cool, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think you just have to know, have a have a really good idea of what you want to do and who like who you want to play with and what kind of not scene that you want to be in, but like no, that's a good point. I but that being said, it's always been good for us to play to different audiences. Like yeah. to like it goes kind of back back to the side one dummy thing where we didn't think that we were were necessarily a good fit, and it's worked out. Um, and we, we play with bands that we don't necessarily think we're a good fit with and then it totally works out and they're awesome and their fans are awesome. And, um, so yeah, I don't know, I guess just keeping expectations open to, um, and being open to different things. 
has has Sidewind Dummy offered any kind of like, yeah, like these bands are going on tour that we already support. Do you guys want to go out with them? Like, do they extend that branch at all, or is that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah? There there has been talks about that. I think um, maybe later in the summer, okay, we're going to tour with a Sidewind Dummy band. Awesome. Maybe I, it's not it's not for oh, sure, yeah. but yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's cool too. Yeah, they're they're super cool about that. Um, and yeah, they I think they try to or like when a, when a band's coming to town, like they'll tell us like, hey, they're they're coming to town, like you guys should hang out. Uh, okay, so they, I nice. think they want that you know they want that familial yeah uh, vibe, which is which is really nice. Good. good, that's good to hear. Yeah, and and to re to rewind even back even further. Now we've talked a bunch about Meat Wave. Uh, let's let's touch a little bit on Truman because that's. With with without Truman, there's no Meat Wave, and yeah, um, that's like I said, that's a band that we essentially were like, you know, brother or cousin bands, and it was like the most fun to hang out with and play shows with and be part of each other's albums, and like it, it was a very like family feel to totally be friends with you guys. So, what? How do, how does how does Truman begin? Because I know there's even a band before Truman. <laughs> yeah, there there is a band before Truman that Frank and I were in um, that I am not going to personally name, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we did play in a band. Um, and then it's kind of the same thing. Like you want to move, yeah. like you want to grow or you want to do something else. So Frank and I were like, hey, let's let's record some songs in your basement. Just like I think the other band was going on a break. Yeah. or something or we weren't going to be playing so we we're like let's do let's do these songs so it was kind of i've never really thought of it like this but it was kind of the same thing where i brought a couple songs over to frank's and we recorded in his mom's basement um <laughs> the first two truman songs which were flower man party and beardy tastes <laughs> Uh, we did and uh, like we played all the instruments and stuff and then we found that we had a show like we had booked a show with those before summer ends guys you remember those yeah, guys yeah 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 uh at their house was that um, the, the globus the globus yeah. i was thinking about that the other day i don't know why i thought really? about it but i thought about playing that place and there being a bunch of pizza and accidentally like scraping up the walls with gear and their parents were there and like, no, that's cool. I'm like, what is this place? What's happening? That was a cool place. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, so we found that we needed to like get a band together to play. So we got, uh, the first time I've ever met Ryan was in Frank's basement because Frank knew Ryan, uh, through mutual friends or for through school or something. So I'd never met him. And the first time I met him is the first time I saw him play drums, which oh, wow. is like, like I was, I just remember laughing like maniacally as soon as he started playing, like, <laughs> Oh my, like, cause I'd never seen somebody play like, yeah, that. he's a fucking um, animal. Yeah. He's an animal. Yeah. And then Jake, uh, Jake came and played and Kyle Stembaugh came and played. Um, and so it just kind of started from there. And we, pl- I remember we played a bunch of shows. Uh, we met you guys pretty early on. I think at dirty Nellie's. Really? That's where we met? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That, that was the first time I saw you guys and the first time I think I met you guys. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and I think the alumni club were on that show. Yeah, that and, sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I don't know. We obviously we would play a bunch of shows together, um, and we recorded a couple albums. Um, one of them with Daniel Good, who yeah. I know is your guys's great friend. Rest and in peace, great Daniel. guy. Rest in peace. That's <laughs> not a start of rumor that day. he died. <laughs> um at the chromatic and yeah it was it was the funnest band it was a little too fun maybe you know it's just like it was just wacky it's just a wacky band um well and similarly i think we suffered from that at times as well like you want to have the most fun you want to just push that out to the world and show how much fun you're having and you know just write whatever you want and be as wild and like you want to you want to be in the band that you'd want to watch or support or go to see a show and at times that you know it you think it translates like well obviously this is great like i'm having fun we're having fun people are gonna have fun but it's funny how sometimes that really doesn't like some people don't want that experience some people want to go to a show and treat it very seriously and like i'm paying money to go see a show like i want this to be i want them to perform well i want them to like take their thing seriously and like you know, do their art and I want to appreciate it. But (laughs) as a band, you want people just to like watch you and like lose their minds and like run around the room and smash each other. And like, you just want the most like wild shit ever. I mean, for a lot of bands, man, I remember we, it was probably like, it was a very early time for our band, but like we got on the show with you guys at the Kenilworth club. Yep. I just talked about the show the other day, I think, or one at least. Yeah. Yeah, and we we played and we we didn't play very well. I don't think I think it was kind of a mess. But then there was a bunch of bands, and then you guys played last. Oh, and, um, I do remember that. So it was like some kind of like fundraiser thing or something. It was a fundraiser, yeah. right? And I think I feel like you guys. I don't know. We you were we're about to put out your first album, maybe. Okay. Um, but it, I don't know. You guys were like getting up, like popularity wise. It mm-hmm. was it was uh, increasing, but like you guys, I think you guys played like two songs, maybe. <laughs> And, um, or maybe your album was out yet or out already. I don't know. But like you guys played two songs. Otherwise you were just like fucking around. I remember you played the mailman, like, but it didn't have any lyrics. Yep. That was that for a while. You were playing a bunch of jams and just kind of like hiding behind curtains (laughs) and like yelling at each other. And I will never forget that. We were like, Oh my God, what is this? What is going on? So, so there's a prime example of like, we're literally just doing whatever the fuck we want to do or think is like amusing one another and not completely keeping in mind that maybe that's not the experience people in the crowd want. Like, and, and to your point, you're saying like, you're enjoying it. And right. I think that was kind of our thing too, is like, we want to amuse just the four of us in the band, but we also want to make our friends laugh and like have a fun time. And, that that's not to say that's all we cared about, but that was certainly very important. And outside of that, like we're like, oh, people will get it. Like they'll come around. Like they'll it'll catch on. And that wasn't necessarily the case. Like, but like the special thing with you guys, I think, was that um, it's almost like improv, where you hear about like people who do improv. Like you just have to submit to what whatever yeah. the other person is doing. And yeah. I feel like you guys had a very good unspoken. Like it, it almost seemed rehearsed, but it wasn't rehearsed. Or maybe, maybe some of it was rehearsed, no. maybe some of it wasn't. But like, it was like, uh, I don't know. You guys were all kind of on the same wavelength in terms of like insanity. You yeah. know, like you guys could, uh, uh, you know, catch on to what it, what somebody else is doing really quickly and kind of add to it, which I always loved about no. your guys's band. Yeah. Well, 
at, at the very at the very least we had one very big fan and one of our friends so that that worked yep. out for us. <laughs> yep that's me yeah <laughs> well and it, it just it just goes to show that like and it, it's not to say that you can't be goofy and also be a you know famous or well-known band but like there's also while Truman was a little looser a little you know more fun Meat Wave is a little more serious you you know yeah. like it it comes with the tone of the music it comes with the lyrics and also comes with the people in the band cuz i mean Joe is a serious guy like the the tone of the songs and like the what the the goal is it all feels like there's a very serious thing going on in that like take us seriously and maybe that wasn't like a well thought out thing or something that you thought of in the transition from Truman but I think just because I know the lineage, like I, it kind of makes sense to me. Like you had a thing that was very fun with friends that like you just wanted to have a good time. And this similarly, you're going to have a good time doing, but you're also taking very seriously. Like when you're on stage watching meat wave is like, Oh, like you demand to be taken seriously. These songs are good. You guys are locked in. Like this is the real deal. Yeah. I think there was a little thought in, um, just yeah, trying to be taken more seriously, like yeah. not you know, because we would you know some of those songs are about like you know fighting like having a fruit fight you yeah. know or like you know <laughs> uh, with the Truman stuff. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of convey something that was more real and um, yeah, I kind of like especially when we first started playing, I would just kind of get into this other. Uh, not persona, but just like this other attitude or this yeah. other feeling, you know, that that this is like we're trying to do something here. So uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it's kind of lessened. I think we we kind of loosened up a little bit. But um, yeah, it's I think it's serious music. So yeah. it's uh, it's different for sure. Well, and I know you didn't name the band, but I will. But the band before Truman was Winter is Broken. Winter, yeah, Winter is Broken, <laughs> yeah. But yep. in all fairness, like, it it kind of makes sense to me because I think winter is broken. That's not to say that like you guys weren't, you know, goofy or having fun, but like you were serious about that genre. Like you were trying to write serious songs. And then I think from that stemmed Truman, which is a little more like goofy and fun. And then from that stemmed meat wave. So it's almost like you came around full circle, like to where you want to have a, like a, a more, uh, uh, focused or a more like honed in goal with what the band is. So it, I think, I think from one stems the other, whether or not it's been purposeful or, you know, the, the way that things happen, why you did it. But I, I, I it makes sense to me now looking at it. Well, I think it, it's just like you learn, you know, you yeah. learn every, so like that, the first band winners broken, like, I don't know what I was writing about, what I was right. feeling. Like, it's just like, I was trying to emulate, something something that wasn't necessarily me you know like i was trying to be like you know other bands that i liked you know not and not necessarily like being me so i think it's it's maybe a process of you know just becoming like just trying to be more honest and like sure uh yourself you know like finding your voice not to be you know cliche or anything but like that i think that's really kind of how it went well uh what what what's cool to me is that you've been able to to be in not only not only bands with you know friends you've had a, I mean you've been playing music for a long time now and yeah um you've been able to grow like each band's grown more and more like in you know not only popularity but like the uh the songs have become more complex like the the musicianship has become even tighter so like being able to watch you grow as a songwriter and as a musician has been 
has been really fun for me because one of the I remember when we started uh, Doctor Manhattan, or at least in the beginning stages or the end of Muskinarm, I remember like a thought I had was like, I want Andrew to be in this band. Like I love his voice, I love him yeah. screaming, and like I will, I love his energy. Like I want him to be in that in this band. And then I remember when we started that band, and then started playing with you guys. Like I had a similar thought about you. Like I would love to be in a band with him. Like he has a very like you there's just certain people you meet along the way and things that you do where you're like i feel a connection with that person like i think i could write with that person that's a I, i'd love to 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 write some music with him and i had that thought about you i was like i love the sound of his voice uh the way he plays guitar like it's there's some he has something really cool going on so now to see uh truman or you to grow from uh truman to meet wave like it's it's a really cool thing for me because like i said i was already a fan of truman so that's awesome man. for you to be able to 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 spread your wings and do something that's you know you know just as cool in a different way is is really cool to me and that and not only that but people see that and recognize it and you know uh manager booking agent label to be like yes like there's this is, like it, it validates me it validates my opinion at the very least oh that's nice man <laughs> thank you i'll never forget uh when we jammed at, you guys had a, that uh, practice space in Algonquin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I came one day and we were playing like Nirvana and like Daft Punk <laughs> and crazy stuff like that. That's a fond memory of mine. Yeah. I forgot about that space. I, every now and then I think of it and I also think of when we left, we just like left a whole giant pile of shit there. Across the hall from us was Wax on Radio and uh, we just put all of our like old shit in front of their door and just left. <laughs> just left. Was that it? Place. It was like not uh, well kept. Or no, something, like, no. The I place. mean, it 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 wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, some room ours wasn't like nasty or anything. But the room there was a room down the hall where like every square inch of the walls was just covered in porno and like, like <laughs> there was like one bathroom in the hall and it wasn't it, like there there are certainly dingier practice spaces, but like this like this this one i don't even think i can't imagine it's still there because i mean like there was i don't even know if we ever paid rent there like we just really <laughs> yeah we i i think we went there paid one month's rent and then stayed there for like three to six months or something and then just that's dipped amazing. out. <laughs> that's awesome that's badass <laughs> so i don't know I, and it sucks too because when i think about it now i'm like oh i would love to start like a practice space in wakanda or somewhere that like doesn't have the capability for people to like play music like oh man that would be so cool but then i think that like i did the same like i i would be the worst tenant like i we did that to to this person like someone would right. absolutely do try to do the same to me so like i just be asking for bad karma for that so. <laughs> that's true yeah maybe just leave that thought alone <laughs> uh, but yeah so well awesome man it was, it was that was a good way to kind of cover all the bases and like go through your whole music history um but I, I, what I saw the other day was cool was that you've also like put out your own like little solo music, like yeah. Uh, what, what yeah. is that about? I, I listened to a little bit of it. It's really cool. It that was like, uh, yeah, that's called Genie's Organ Recordings. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati, um, and 
I was just playing it a bunch and I recorded a bunch of music just like, you know, just messing around, you know? Yeah. Uh, like an hour or two hours worth of organ music. And then um, <clears throat> I put it all on my computer and I spliced it up to try to make songs out of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that is. It's that That's more of an experiment. I think there's more, like not necessarily that, but there. I just love experimenting with music, you know, and yeah. just trying new things. So I think there's definitely more of that to come. Uh, Meat Wave will be done, you know, uh, like writing and recording pretty soon. So I'm like super eager to just do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I already have like a couple a couple things to brew in, but um, awesome. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. As you know, it's just like the funnest thing to do yeah. with your time <laughs> is just make music. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that like I'm. The Genie's organ recordings, it's a little embarrassing. It's, like, very rough. So oh, like, but that's, I, was, I thought that was kind of the point. I listened to it, and I was like, this is, like, again, like, to you, you think that's just, like, whatever. But I, it, you, you, can't, you can't always put that on other people, because to me, I thought it was very purposeful. Like, it's, it has a sound and a feel to it. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is, he wants this to kind of sound rough and to sound a little more, like, you know. Yeah, I gave, it to, I gave it to Jake um, to master it. And uh, I pretty much just told him, like, just blow the shit out of it. Just, like, make it, like, sound awful. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, you just kind of want to mask. It's just very, like, I, being vulnerable, I guess, is good in yeah. the long run. Like, feeling vulnerable. So, sure. Uh, it's, there's a lot of that. But, um, yeah, it's fun, you know. Absolutely. And I hope I hope at one point to have a little uh, drum set up again so that I can just randomly uh, record some stuff or have you record some stuff and send it to me and we can just make some weird uh, album together. Oh, man, I'm so into that. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. That's I think that's a big part of what I miss is like just like I'll, I'll miss playing shows in a different way, but more even more than that is like recording or like writing and putting music together. Like that's I think that's the most fun time. Playing the music live is like a different, that fulfills a different need, but like... Right. But creating music with another person that like when you feel like when you have that feeling of like oh man this is like when you're into it and you just get that like smile and you look at the other person and you like feel that with them you're like oh this is this is the reason i did music like this is the reason i play an instrument is like that feeling i mean it is pretty amazing that it, ca- it came from nothing like right. out of thin air and now you have songs and music yeah it is yeah. awesome yeah. yeah it's yeah let's do it for for real <laughs> <laughs> i'd love nothing more than that um well, good, man. Uh, is there any, <sighs> I mean, I've got, I always have a bunch of canned random questions to reference, but like, but no, I was just going to ask, do you have any, yeah, any good like tour stories or anything that, that, uh, has kind of, that you keep in your mind for like, uh, this, if Meat Wave ended tomorrow, like what would be a, a good memory that you'd have? Yeah. Day? I was just talking about this with Andrew cause he was with us. Um, but when we were in it, you know, it's not like cross, it's in Den. when we were in Denver, yeah. um, we we got to play the Riot Fest, which was really cool. Yeah, but just that whole day um, was just very, very surreal because I don't know. You see, you see people like who you respect and who you you've loved their music forever, right. um, and you just see them kind of walking around and like eating and stuff. Like I saw the Jizza <laughs> from Wu Tang Clan just like eating right there. And, <laughs> and what was uh, he eating? What was Jizza eating? I don't know. I don't know what he's eating, but um, I was hoping to have an exclusive. Jizza eats a corn dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do remember, uh, or like a f- very fond memory is, um, we were able to get on the, st- on the stage for Drive Like Jehu, who was one oh, of my nice. favorite bands. 
Um, and so we're watching Drive Like Jehu from the stage, and the sun is setting. And it, uh, Andrew and Ryan and Kyle and like, you know, it's just like friend yeah. city. And like, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're here. This is awesome. <laughs> and then I look to like my left and there's Jack Black. Wow. Just like standing right there. <laughs> so I said, hey to Jack Black. You nice. Know? And, uh, it's just insane. Like the places that you can find yourself. I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, I'm sure you had a, had a bunch of, you know, like memories like that too, where it's just like, how did I get here? How exactly. am I here? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, just like cool things like, like that, that you get to play and do. And, yeah. uh, and I, and I've just seen like so many cool bands. It's, yeah. it's like, it comes back to that as just like reaffirming and seeing cool music that like opens your eyes to more stuff. I feel like a lot of people are like, uh, or not a lot of people, but maybe some people are, you know, they like what they like. Like they like right. what they like when they were growing up, they like stick to that music. I'm like kind of the opposite where I'm just always kind of seeking new yeah. s- new stuff, you know. So to be able to like be around so many bands um that are playing and like kind of pushing the envelope um that's like the best and it just like opens your eyes and your mind to like, you know, what what music is and what music can be and yeah. Um yeah, it's great. It's the best. <laughs> well, I think as a creator too you have to be seeking cuz like I've noticed when I was in the band and I listened to all kinds of new stuff and was around new music all the time. Like then that caused me to want to even just create my own music on the side. And since then, since I'm not around it as much, I definitely feel the difference. Like when you're in that environment, when you're around that and learning and like picking up on new stuff all the time, it just like even subconsciously just drives you to create more. And then when you step away from it, it, you notice the difference. Like, Oh yeah. Like that, that drive isn't as, uh, it's not as there as much anymore. Man, yeah, you just got to make another Princess Dinosaur record, and then <laughs> that that oh man, that whole process is so is so hard because that that that's kind of yeah. that's what I'm referencing is like when I was in the band, I had a, a, I just noticed I was just creating ideas more for that kind of stuff, and since then, like if I pick up a guitar or anything, like I just nothing happens, and I know that that's what that's from. Like it's not being in that environment, like. Like I would think the I would not think the opposite, but I would think like, oh, I have a job where it's not musicy, so I'd come home and want to create music. But like, that void gets filled with other stuff. So like, unless you're kind of around it and it's like seeping into your brain, then yeah, it kind of like that that little spot in your head just kind of gets filled with other stuff. So it's a shame too. And I actually thought the other day, I was like, you know, I kind of wouldn't mind getting like guitar lessons or something that would like maybe spark my interest to want to write more. Like, because when it comes to guitar, I it's it's like when I play piano, I'm just kind of like throwing my hands at the instrument and seeing if something sounds good, but I don't know what the notes are. I don't know how they relate and like what could like make the next thing sound better or good. So like it was something I always wanted to learn in the band, like the actual work behind the musicianship, but like yeah, uh, learning drums first kind of just taught me to want to throw my hands at an instrument instead of like go oh what's the what's the real thing behind this music like how can all the notes play together like i just smashed at the drums for years so like that's kind of the way (laughs) i I play other instruments i just kind of smash at that instrument so well the uh, internet is an amazing thing that's true you know that's true it's uh yeah but yeah i i know you i know you got it in you i know there's gonna be some more more stuff from you for sure well, at the I very at the very least, I'll uh, write a children's album and. Uh, Dude, and, uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> Does she like show an interest in music at all? She well, I've. Uh, I mean, she definitely when we 
put on music, she like she perks up and like likes when we sing to her and stuff like that. And I've tried to play just even the guitar around her, and she's she's kind of interested. I mean, she's so young that it's hard to tell, but like uh, right. Jen knows how to play piano. Like she learned how to play piano, so uh, I think something we look forward to is like Jen teaching her piano and learning that stuff, and then eventually. Oh. You know, I'll have uh, drums set up again and stuff so she can knock around on that. And yeah, I mean, if it comes naturally, if she's not interested, I'm not going to be like, you will learn these instruments and make me proud. But like, <laughs> but yeah. you see that movie Whiplash? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's... you should be like that. <laughs> just already at seven months old, just whipping cymbals at her. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but we'll see, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see if, if she doesn't get into it, that's fine. And if she does, then that's cool too. So yeah, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah. But um, really? I am I, very excited for the next. I, I mean, I didn't even know you guys were recording with Steve Albini. So that's like another level of excitement for me to 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 just be amped on what's coming from you guys. And thanks, man. No, knowing that the three of you, what we already do is so good. I'd I'd be very surprised if, if I didn't enjoy the next thing. I I, uh, I love what you guys do. So I'm. I'm hoping I'm hoping at some point uh the the Von Brack family can make our way and I can bring Charlotte to her first meat wave show at some point. Oh so. man, yeah, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I, I I love that. It'd be a good it'd be a good family outing. So I'm hoping we can do that at some point. Hell but, yeah. Um yeah, as soon as soon as there's anything to listen to from the new album, I'd love to hear it. Um I'll send it your way for yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for you guys. And I, and I'm just I'm just proud of you guys. I don't I don't know joe as well but i've i've come to, to know him and he i'm a big fan of his but like like i said i've known i've known you more so than anyone out of all of them but i've known you and ryan for a long time and it just it does my heart well whenever i see any good news about me wave i'm like oh yeah th- those are the boys th- they're doing uh, it like it it warms my heart it's like the same feeling of when good things would happen to us i'm like oh it's my proud i'm a proud papa for you guys so yeah man no i look to you guys for sure i uh, i do <laughs> yeah wholeheartedly well good i i'm very excited for you guys future so um you you you, i I hope we can do this again at some point too and just eventually be able to talk about how the process was for recording with steve albini because that's that's super cool and yeah um, man be able just to get into you know what the next steps are because i know there's a lot like what ifs right now like oh we might tour this man might do this stuff so i think i think there's a lot of exciting things for you guys in the future i'm and i'm 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 raring to go i'm raring to see them happen cool man yeah thank you it's awesome yeah thanks for having me yeah man i i was looking forward to having you on and uh like i said we'll definitely do it again and appreciate your time it's a beautiful day outside so you gotta you gotta go to work later so you gotta have some time to enjoy yourself today so yeah let's go step out in the sun yeah go get a slice of santulos <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> well good man hope work goes well hope that new gig uh goes well the gin bar you, and uh yeah, man. Keep me posted on the new shit. I'm very excited. Cool. I will. Yeah, say hi to the fan for me. Will do. I absolutely will. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.